0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 42 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. I am going to... I'm Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, it's a holiday weekend coming up here in the United States, Labor Day weekend, and it's Friday, and I think we're all ready to get done and uh, get to the weekend. Well, And I'll keep this show short for you today for your benefit and for mine. Today we have Dr. Jen back with us on the show. I thought that would be a good one to lead into a holiday weekend. Dr. Jen focuses on the rider and the mental health of the rider and the horse. Dr. Jen has also trained with several Olympic level event riders throughout her career. She is now the owner of Happily Ever After Ranch. Let's speak to Dr. Jen. Well, hi Dr. Jen. Welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. We appreciate you being here. So glad
1: to be back, Glenn.
0: It's always fun to have you on. You're really, you know, I say that you're, you say that you're a horse riders life coach and I sort of think you're my own personal life coach. One of the advantages I have to doing these shows, and I, I tell everybody I do these shows for my benefit. If, if they get something out of it, that's fine, but I do them for me, um, because I just get to talk to really cool people all the time.
1: That's the way I think about doing interviews, too. Yeah, you just get to meet really cool people and learn really cool things. And if anybody else, you know, gets something out of it, great.
0: And, you know, I think people have been finding your, your tips very thought-provoking, and, if, and, and there's some of our listeners who have never thought about this kind of thing before, now that are, are at least thinking about it, and I think that's a step in the right direction.
1: Yeah, because I would just really like to see a world filled with loving horse-human relationships and loving human relationships, and if I can do anything to help people start thinking about how to move towards that, then I'm all for it.
0: Well great. Well, speaking of relationships, what are we talking about today?
1: We're going to talk about letting the story go. So if you have ever arrived at the barn in a totally bad mood, has that ever happened to you?
0: No, never at, at all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you are al- almost always happy. No, home
0: no, home. that's having a me. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you know, usually it's because something bad has happened, you know? And, and what have you been doing on the drive to the barn?
0: Right. You've been, t-
1: you know, you've been telling yourself a story about this thing, and you've been weaving it into, you know, into a little hailstorm sometimes. I right? know,
0: exactly, and it's usually, you usually make it worse than it was anyway.
1: Exactly. That's that's the point. That's what we call monkey mind, you know? It's like you take something that happened and you weave such a crazy story around it that you get yourself feeling even worse, you know? And soon the story and your mind has taken control over you and you are lost in the story. And this happens like every day to most of us, like multiple times a day. And so we're gonna talk about how to let that just go. All right.
0: And that also applies, I guess, to you know, we're talking about you're heading to the bar and something's happened, but it also applies to I think more, more often, even with people, I know with me, is it happens when you're worried about something and you make that into a, a you know a huge monster.
1: Yeah, catastrophic. You know, Something that was going to be tiny has become this huge catastrophic mountain. Yes. People do that with worries all the time. And so I like to have fun with this and, and, and play with this idea by looking at what would happen with our horses in the paddock. Is that cool? It's good for me. All right. So um, we actually do this in our workshops, but, like, what happens if we, say, have three horses in a paddock and we go to feed them grain? And let's just say we're feeling kind of funky that day and we come with just one bucket of grain first and we put that one bucket down. What happens?
0: Oh, there's a there's a tussle. Let's uh, put it mildly.
1: <laughs> yeah, to put it mildly, especially if you have three mares. Yeah. Um,
0: you're so, regretting you only brought one bucket. <laughs>
1: exactly. you're, you're fearing for everybody's safety. Um, and then we see the other two, right? And it's a moment later, and everybody is eating. And what's going on now?
0: Now there's peace, and there's nothing better. I have to say, and I'm, gonna, um, I'm interrupting your tip again. I always do this to okay. you, and I apologize. Okay. I think there's nothing better than, than hearing horses eat. Yeah, it's,
1: I mean, it's so peaceful.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And once they're all eating, nothing is going on, right? I mean, the alpha mare isn't standing over her green gloating, right? Like, look at me, I'm the best. Right, and, right. And, and and the one that's been sort of a low man on the totem pole, What what is he saying as he's eating?
0: He, he, he's saying, thank, thank goodness I got some food.
1: <laughs> well, he is eating, yes, and he's focused on his food, but he's probably not saying, you know, why me? Why do I always have to go right, back? Right. I must suck. No one likes me, right? That's what we do, right?
0: Well, that's true, I mean, yeah.
1: It's ridiculous when we think about the horses doing it because they're smarter than us. But if a similar thing happened to a bunch of humans, they would all get stuck in their story about it, right? It would be something like, oh, my God, this always happens to me. Why do I always get shoved to the back of the line? Why doesn't Amy like me? And Sarah, she's such a wench. And God, this reminds me of high school when no one would pick me to play on their team. And I've never been good enough.
0: And people (laughs) never appreciate me. Right? How would you know I never got picked? (laughs)
1: <laughs> For long we're crying in the bathroom thinking i'll never find someone to love me and i'm going to die old and alone right that's that catastrophic <laughs> thinking where we take one little thing and we blow it into out of proportion and that's just that's just one example and we call that monkey mind and the horses do not do that right what do the horses do they just go back to grazing that's what i call it they just go back to grazing
0: Right, even if after they've had a fight in the field, they go back to grazing. I mean, Right, yeah. they're
1: not nursing that. They're not saying, how can I get revenge? God, I hate that horse. Oh, my God, you know, I can't wait till I can go over there and kick him. Right. That's just not what they're doing. And so what they do is they live in the moment, and they experience whatever is happening in the moment. They don't tell a story about it. So it soon passes, and then they're living in the next moment, in the next moment. And that is actually a good example for how we could be living our lives by just letting the story go. Did you see how that might be helpful?
0: Yeah, I see how it's helpful, but I don't know how you do it successfully.
1: (laughs) I've been playing with it lately. And all you do is, you you know, you have your regular reaction, you start going into the story, you realize you're doing it, you just drop it, and and you just purposely start thinking about something else. You just redirect. You just drop the story. And you just leave it on the ground, and you go do something else. And you don't have to pick the story back up.
0: So it's just redirecting it to something else.
1: Yeah. You just you just go, and you just, you, sometimes it helps people to have, like, a mental stop sign. And they just put up that stop sign. They just say, stop, I'm not going there. I'm just not going there. And, and you can do that. Go ahead.
0: I guess it's important that the something else you're redirecting it toward isn't worse than what you've already, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're not starting over in a worse place.
1: Yeah, you know, it would help if you could redirect to something you have gratitude for or you feel happy about, you know. Sometimes for me, like, just even thinking about the horses or picking up my cat is the way to do that because I just start cooing, you know. I start cooing when I pick up my cat. So, but um, this is a skill and it is a life skill um, that we would all benefit from applying in our lives no matter what because we're always taking the monkey mind and going nowhere with it.
0: And I think that probably most people that are horse people, that place that they would go to is a trail ride deep in the woods, just sauntering along. The sun's, you know, the sun's just coming up over the horizon, and, and it's that place. It's that special moment you've had riding your horse, not necessarily even in competition, but that, that, that just special time.
1: That special time. That Either going to go do that or bringing that to mind is a great place to go as you drop the story. And When you do that, here's the thing that's really important that people don't recognize, that when you just drop the story, you don't feed the story, you drop it. Your emotions, even the strong ones, the ones that feel unbearable, they pass through quickly because you're not doing anything to prolong them. You're not, like, continuing to, you know, shove a stick in the wound because you've dropped the stick. And so the wound just kind of heals over rather quickly when you stop punching it.
0: Hmm. And that's the same thing I've found through the years, too, on the other side of it with, with, with that, worry, that worry that we talked about, yeah, uh, where you work it up into a frenzy, and 99% of the time, it never happens
1: yeah worry is one of the most wasted, useless emotions, and the horses hardly ever worry. um They only worry if they've had a really kind of traumatic experience you know
0: I was you know when I first yeah. met you, I thought she's nuts what can horses teach us, but I'm learning more and more that I talk to you that they can teach us a lot
1: yeah they they um they have a way of being in the world <laughs> that yeah. we can learn a lot from and this this being in the moment and dropping the story is one of the hugest lessons we can all take from them, and they're just like. They would love that because they don't like it when we're standing, safe next to them and we're lost in our, in our stories because they can't feel us connected to them. They want to be connected. And when we're lost in all these stories, they feel like we're off in never-never land, you know, and that doesn't feel safe to them because, like we talked about last time, that we're not grounded. We're just lost in this, this la-la land of storytelling. And so the not- tip
0: today is if you're lost in your story, go out and graze.
1: <laughs> yep. Go back to grazing, drop the story and go back to grazing. That's it.
0: And being a guy, I hate to put it this way, but that that usually for me means eating. So I <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know, <laughs> and people often turn to eating as a way to cope. Yeah, I'm not
0: um, a, I'm not sure that's the exact uh, <laughs> thing you were looking for there, but uh, I do totally get what you're saying today.
1: You know, one piece of chocolate or something, uh, one bowl of ice cream isn't necessarily a bad thing.
0: It depends how big the bowl is, though, Dr. (laughs) (laughs) Chen. Well, where can people uh, find out more about you?
1: Oh, love for them to come visit us over at www.HappilyEverAfterRanch.com. And
0: And you actually do have a ranch people can come and visit, right?
1: Yes, we, we encourage people to come out for retreats, and we we specially design it based on whatever your issues and goals are, and people can come from you know an hour to one day to a week. And so, yeah, we're really looking forward to providing a space for people to break out of these limiting patterns that are no longer working for them in their lives, whether it's with their horses or with their jobs or with their relationships, and um, help them lead the life that they really want to live.
0: Well, that's, that's great, Dr. Jen, and I want to mention to everybody that this ranch is in a terrible-looking—it's in an awful place. <laughs> um, it's in one of the most—actually, one of the most beautiful places in the country, and that's just right outside of Denver uh, at the base of the mountains, right?
1: We're, we're a little more east of them, the base of the mountains, but we have a view of the mountains. that's okay. spectacular. And I call it Rainbow Ridge because we constantly have rainbows. So check out our Flickr photo album if you want to be inspired with the beauty uh, that this ranch has to offer.
0: All right, that's great, Dr. Jen. We have to run, and we will see you again next time on Horse Tip Daily. We'll see you then. Well, you can hear more from Dr. Jen on episode 43 at StableScoop.com. She was on the StableScoop show with us. And you can also learn more about Dr. Jen at her web. You can also learn more about Dr. Jen and find the links to her website on her profile at horsetipdaily.com. Well, everybody, it's the weekend, and we're going to let you get out of here. Don't forget about all the other shows on the network. We have some great ones at com. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.